Deep Shot Podcast, episode 44. Hank Aaron. Hank Aaron, baby. Hank Aaron. Did you listen to the podcast Tuesday, Jake? I listened to part of it. I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't listen to the whole thing. I couldn't get through the whole thing. I listened to like the first half. What did you hear? What did you hear whose episode it was? 43. No, I don't. I mean, I did. I don't remember what it was. Though. What was it? Snicker episode. No. Oh, yeah. The Brown Snicker. Hey, it's a two straight mm-hmm. Braves. 45 <laughs> can be what? Can What can 45 be that's a Brave? Phil Necro. Phil Necro. Yeah, there, there we, we go. go. We already hey, got Necro one. Necro was 35. Necro was 35. Not 45. Was he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was 35. 45 can be Dion, or it can be MJ on the... Yeah. That's a good 45. All right. Episode 44, we got the picks for this weekend. Way better slate than we've had um, over the past few weeks, To be just to say. We've got four top 25 matchups in college. Uh, Just to recap last week. Uh, I went five and five. Jake went three and seven. Caleb went five and five. Guys, big. I news. just can't. I just can't find my footing in college football. I don't know what the deal is. I don't. I don't know. I'm. I'm sorry. If you're taking my picks at this point, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> you I, I can't. I can't figure it out. I can't figure I, it out. It's killing me. The over I just, keeps burning, Jake. The over. Yeah. Well, no. You know what? He should have took the over in that Wake Forest, North Carolina. Yeah, you're right. That I got that burn. game right though. I was the only one that got that pick, North <laughs> that Carolina. Was, that was insane. Yo, just wanted to point out again, also won my first deep shot of the shot last week. And it was, you know, feeling proud. 7-0-2 on the locks. Just saying, you guys should take your locks a little more serious, by the way. 3-5 and five and 4, or 5-3, and three, or 4-4. Four and four. It's not much locks, guys. Come on. Let's, let's, let's. Oh, wait, what, am I 3-5 and five or 4-4? Four and four? You're 3-5. and five. Caleb's 5-3, and three, actually. Ooh, see? You know, you pick eight locks, five, five out of eight, they're locks. I mean, what, what else do you expect? <laughs> Let's get into this weekend. The four top 25 matchups. Finally, a really good weekend. A lot of things are going to happen. Actually, first, though, let's talk about the rankings real quick from last night. Was So everybody, everything was basically the same other than Michigan State, obviously moving back. One Georgia, two Bama, three Oregon, four Ohio State, five Cincinnati, six Michigan, seven Michigan State. What do we think about... Uh, Michigan State behind Michigan after beating Michigan like 10 days ago. It's weird. It doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, like, it's not like this was a week one result and now, like, we're, you know, how many ever weeks into the season we are that they flip-flop. It makes no sense to me. It, it Like, this just happened less than two weeks ago. They beat them on the field, and now you're going to put Michigan ahead of it. It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, we kind of talked about this on the pod the other day. Like, we thought that since they beat them head-to-head, they would be – like, we kind of figured they'd be 6-7, but we didn't know which order it would be. I'm kind of shocked by it, too, I guess. You know, close lot. Maybe Michigan State's loss was a little worse than Michigan's. I don't know. It would be the only thing I could think of. I mean, yeah, yeah, but even in that, like, terms of thinking, like, yeah, their loss might be worse, but their loss was to you. I guess yeah. in all reality, like, it's going to play itself out. Because, I mean, Michigan State's got to play Ohio State. Yeah. Ohio State's got to play Purdue. Michigan and Ohio State got to play. It's all going to work itself out. But it's still just the, the the playoff the playoff committee, just their logic is never there, ever. It's they, never been they there. They do what they want to do, man. Like, it's, yeah. it, you are at the mercy of the playoff committee week in and week out. And they will do whatever they see fit. And they well, they can't the thing- help themselves either because they're, like, always wrong, basically. You know what I mean? Like, everybody's going <laughs> to always think there's something wrong mm-hmm. about what they do. You're not, yeah. I mean, that is, that is, that is correct. They, they're, there's always going to be critics. Like, I saw Stephen A. Smith was saying that this was 
like the worst thing that they've ever done in the college football playoff era. I don't know if I'd go that far because, I mean, just like what you said, Garrison, at the end of the day, these rankings aren't really going to matter, especially who is six and seven, you know, because they're still, you know, like both of them are still going to have to play Ohio State, you know, assuming that Michigan State's able to win their their division. Both of them are going to have to play Mich- uh, Ohio State at that point. You know, it doesn't really matter. You know, you got to gotta play yeah. your schedule out. Like to me, these rankings don't matter until you get into rivalry week, rivalry week and conference championship week. That's when it really matters because then, like, you know where people are going to fall if they win or lose. I know, just a talking point right now, which is probably why they do it, in my opinion, just to, just to like, yeah. flare it up, get people going. All if right, that is get... their intention, then it works. Yeah, yeah it works every, every week. week. Every week. UTSA got some respect this week, though. Finally. They did. Out Shout time. out UTSA. Got that 23 ranking. Did they put the wrong logo up there for them, though? I saw. I didn't get to watch the reveal rankings, but I saw, I like, a – I saw like um, on Twitter somebody like had put the UTSA logo like over wherever whoever had the 23 spot. So, like maybe they maybe put the wrong logo. Maybe they put like UTEP or something. After I even said UTEP the other day. Let's get into the picks. Oklahoma minus five and a half at Baylor over under at 63. Biggest game Oklahoma's had all year. Uh, Baylor coming mm-hmm. off a loss to TCU that knocked them out of any chance to make the playoff. But it's in Baylor, Baylor, Oklahoma, always a high, tense matchup. What are we thinking? Uh, let me start. Let me start. I've been slow. I've been slumping. Let me get out in front of this one, all right? Uh, Give me Oklahoma minus five and a half and hammer me that over. I like both of those picks. It's it's classic Big Ten, I mean Big 12 football, excuse me. Classic Big 12 football in, in the in this great state of Texas, there's going to be points flying all over the place. There's going to be cannons going off, lots of points. But I don't know. I just see Oklahoma as not great in the grand scheme of things, considering across all of the top programs in football. But when you're talking Big 12 football and you're talking about them playing Baylor, I'd rather have my money on Oklahoma. Uh, so, yeah, give me those two picks. Five yes. points is a lot. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and say I'm taking the under. I'm going to take the under. Kale's going to go Baylor and the Yep, that's what he's about to do. And he's going to be right. Baylor, though. Baylor. Give me Oklahoma. I think this is a game Lincoln Riley's got to win, and Caleb Williams maybe puts on a backdoor Heisman show right here, maybe. We'll see. So I just looked. I'm actually kind of surprised by this, but Baylor hasn't beat Oklahoma since 2014, which is kind of surprising to me. I just I, – I think I've got to run with Baylor here. I think I've got to go against the grain. I've got to run with Baylor here, plus five and a half. Don't know if they'll win the game because it seems like Oklahoma really can pull out games very closely. But, I mean, if we're going off everything we've seen this year, Oklahoma has struggled, has not – I mean, for goods and sake, they almost lost to Tulane. They almost lost to Kansas. They've almost lost to West Virginia. They've almost lost to a ton of bad teams. Baylor has a dirty taste in their mouth last week. They're going to come out. It's in Waco. Hey, and you know what else makes me think this? I mean, it's the big noon kickoff game. And those oh, wow. games don't disappoint. Mm. They're always close. I'm going to take Baylor plus five and a half, and I'm going to go with the under, too. Man, there's just, nothing like the big noon kickoff. There is nothing. Nothing like it. Nothing like Gus Johnson. Gus Johnson's on the call. This game's going to be electric. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, there, oh. there's like the three things certain in life, death taxes and wild-ass Gus Johnson gains. Dude, have you, yeah. I don't know if you, you guys know who uh, Joey Molinero is, the guy who yeah. does all the impressions. Yes. Oh my goodness! You guys got to listen to this uh, video. He did how Gus Johnson calls big plays video. What a block, Joe Clay. You want some big game? 
How long does this go? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, just a, it's just a minute long, but is that not just spot it's on? Hard. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Brandon Watts. Should, should, I, I think Gus Johnson. Way more than what he does. Gus Johnson and Joel, Joel Clatt are definitely the best duo behind Kirk and Chris in college football. I'll, tell, I'll, I'll go with that. We've got to love the big Whoa. name. Just saying, throwing it out there. Purdue at Ohio State. Ohio State is minus mm. 20, over under at 62. Spoiler makers. The spoiler makers are here. And a, a 20-point spread, I am trying – I am stuck in between – look, last week I took Ohio State against Nebraska. Didn't work out. Yeah. Obviously, Purdue has beat two top five teams this year. The two years ago, they pulled off the big win against Ohio State. 20 points is a lot of points. It's still a lot of points. It is. And for a team that has played very well, I've got to run with Purdue here. Even though I do feel like, you know, this could – I'm trying not – I'm – I feel like with these picks and what I've done good this year is I'm not I'm not, I'm trying not to think about you know what some regular college football shit would happen that the, the Vegas is trying to trick you here blah 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 that Ohio State is way better than Purdue I'm trying to realistically think Purdue is a good football team Ohio State has not played well against quality competition this is a ranked matchup I'm I'm gonna go with a, I'm gonna go with Purdue plus twenty I'm gonna take the over at sixty two. Um, I think Ohio State probably still wins this game by uh, 10, to, 10 to 17 points. But 20, 20 points, I think Purdue is better than that. I mean, maybe Purdue pulls off the upset. Who knows? I mean, they are the spoiler makers, like Caleb said. I, I think 20 points is too much. I'm going to go with Purdue plus 20 and the over at 62. I think I'm going to do the same as you. That just does seem like a pretty wide spread. And, you know, I was I fell victim of Ohio State's big margins the other day. Uh, like, was it two, three weeks ago when they were playing? Um, who who was that? Was that uh, that wasn't Penn State? Who Penn was that? State, game? Yeah. Was it? Yeah, was it Penn State? It was Penn State. Okay, yeah, and I was like, oh yeah, they've been crushing people, and like yeah. their best win was against FCS Southwest. <laughs> I'm, you know, I think that that point still stands. Purdue's been playing awesome against really good teams. They play up to their opponents, but they will also be victim of playing down to their opponents. This is a real shame because you know you want to mm. see when a team's able to beat teams like they've beaten this year. Yeah, and they're not even in the discussion because they've you know dropped some games that they should. In the grand scheme of things, you look at who they've beaten; they should win these all these games. You know, maybe they're just a team that you know is able to get up to their competition, and then this may be another situation like that. I'm not going to get burned by Ohio State twice betting on big uh, big spreads. So for that reason, give me Purdue plus twenty, and I'll take the over. I'll take the over sixty two. I like the points. Then I'm going to take all the all right, overs. I'm gonna, once again. He he never <laughs> learns. <laughs> uh, oh no! It's roll. it's due, bro. It's yeah. due. Could be the I week. Just gotta keep doing it, and then one. It's gonna hit. Well, how many we got in total? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. We got ten ten games today. They're gonna get seven and three. I'm calling it right now. So you're picking three games intentionally wrong. 
that's exactly what it is. Uh, um, I'm going to roll with Purdue, too. 20 points is just too much. Purdue, Ohio State's offense, first of all, in the last couple games, just not has been at the same pace. Like, we were talking about, like, they went on a stretch where they played Rutgers, Maryland, and Indiana. They scored. They averaged 60 points a game. And here recently, they've went 33 and 26 in their last two. I'm going to stick with Purdue plus 20. That just seems pretty standard for me. It seems like easy pick. Give me the under. I'm going to play the under again. I don't think – I think the offensive struggle in both of this game. Like I see this being like 21-10 or something like that. A&M at Ole Miss. First of all, A&M minus two and a half. Over under 56. Cannot believe I let. I said this to Caleb the other day. I cannot believe I let you guys switch me to Auburn last week. I cannot believe it. That that's 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 on me. That's all I'll say. That's on me. Yeah. No, no, no. Remember when I remember when I said A&M and then I switched to Auburn and then I said wait no back to A&M no back to, yeah should have stuck with A&M anyway I am I am torn here because I truly think Ole Miss is a better football team than Texas A&M. My only problem is with the way Lane Kiffin coaches and the way, how many fourth downs he goes for and how he coaches. Yeah, basically what I just said. Um, so for that reason, even though uh, I should have stuck with him last week, I'm going to go with him this week. I'm going to go with A&M minus two and a half here, and I'm going to take the under. I think A&M's going to play. Realistically, we talk about how great of an offense Ole Miss has that we haven't realistically played that great on the field um, the past you know, month or so, especially, I mean, this past week against Liberty, only putting up 27 points, almost blew that lock of the week for me. Um, I think Texas A&M is on a roll. They're, they're playing really well. Defense is stepping up. You know, Bo Nix and Auburn was, you know, on a huge roll, and they shut him down like it was nothing. So I'm going to think, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with A&M here. It is an Ole Miss. It is an Oxford, but I like I like my chances here. I'm going to go A&M minus two and a half, and I'm going to go, I'm going to roll the under 56. Mm, okay. Mm. Okay. You know, I think I'm going to stay with you on this one. I think I'm going to go A&M as well. And obviously give you that over. But to get back to the A&M pick, um, just to touch on what you're saying about Lane Kiffin, I mean, you're about damn spot on. I mean, dude, he coaches like he's like a 12-year-old playing NCAA for the first time. It's ridiculous. He goes to fourth down like 90% of the time. He doesn't kick field goals. He doesn't, you know, punt. I mean, and in the SEC, those are things you're going to have to do. And against a good team like Texas A&M, those are mistakes that are going to come up to bite you. That's what, like, you look at the Alabama game. The Alabama game was closer than it was on the scoreboard, the the Ole Miss Alabama game. Yeah. But they kept going for it inside the you know, inside the red zone. They kept going for it on fourth downs, putting them put their defense in uh, plus territory. I mean, minus territory. Those are mistakes you can't make, and he's been doing it all the way until this week. There's no reason for us to expect that he's just going to have a complete change of philosophy between this week and next and now between last week and now so for that reason uh give me a&m give me the over i expect a lot of points hmm. well uh, when, when you're when you're when you're betting on a lane kiffin led team i mean like come on man you gotta expect them to score and them to give up some points so be careful. Always, always give me points be careful. I mean, they've only scored, you know, about 30 points the last, you know, four games. Just saying. Yeah. 56 <laughs> seems low to me. I think it's going to hit right over that, so I'm going to take the over, and I'm going to take A&M also. Ole Miss, fuck. I don't I think Ole Miss will make too many mistakes, and just like y'all said, they are high-flying, moving around, this, that, and the other. 
they're everywhere. All right, but I don't think they're going to do much more damage than Alabama did against Texas A&M. For that reason, I think just A&M is just a better, stronger team than what they were earlier this season when they were getting beat by you know Miss the Mississippi States of the world. So give me A&M. I think they're coming off a big week last week. I don't think they got too injured or banged up last week. We keep rolling with them right here. All right, and last one we're going over, NC State at Wake Forest. Wake Forest minus one and a half, over under 67. Um, The over is going to hit. That's just known when you uh, are watching Wake Forest. Um, Can't believe they blew that game last week. Still very disappointed in the Demon Deacons. Um, I think they bounced back this week. This is a big game. This is a big wake-up game for them. There's no way they're going to – I mean, they're going to score. They're probably going to put up another 50 points on NC State. NC State's good, but also in in reality, their biggest win is Clemson. So I'm I'm still convinced Wake Forest is a, you know, top 15, top 10 team right now uh, whenever they want to play like it. So I think they bounce back – Balance this week. They still got a lot to play for. Still undefeated in the ACC um, because somehow that game didn't count against the standings last week. So they're running high. Uh, I'm going to go Wake Forest minus one and a half at home night game, um, wherever the hell Wake Forest is in North Carolina. And uh, give Salem, a, baby. Win some Salem. Give it to me. Wake minus one and a half over 67. Wait, dude. The how did the North Carolina loss not count against them in the standings? Something. Oh, uh, we talked about this. So they <laughs> scheduled it as like a, a non-conference game before. Um, I guess wait. Were they in the conference? What happened there? Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, it was like, like twenty fifteen. The ACC like, for a long time. Yeah, no, it was like in twenty sixteen. Like they agreed to like. I don't know. I, I think it was maybe when like the expansion of the conference happened or. Something they agreed to like two matchups to play each other. Yeah, it was wild. Like I learned about it right what? before the game started. You didn't know that? No, I d- yeah. I didn't know that. I'm. Can y'all hear me? Yeah. I'm like yeah, frozen on my frozen. screen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess I guess I'll do my pick. Hold on, let, me, let me try to do that. So I guess I'll go ahead and do my pick. Um, give me Wake as well. Um, you know, I just think they're a better team. You know, Wake has. You know, they have a really good offense. Not much of a defense, though, you know, like we've talked on. So I'll, I'll continue on my streak of overs. I will, you know, cap up the cap off the college football with my fourth straight over. Um, you know, Wakes, Wakes has some good pieces on that offense. I think that'll be enough. They probably should have won that game against North Carolina. They came back and bit them there at the end, kind of blew it a little bit. Um, I think they respond. I think they respond well this week. I like them, minus one and a half. I think they win by a touchdown or more. To me, here's the deal, okay? You talk about North Carolina not playing anybody. Wake Forest has not played nobody either. NC State. I mean, they've just been run- – oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, these cats, neither one of these teams really played anybody strong. They played Clemson when everybody knows Clemson's a fraud. I'm going to go with the Demon Deacons right here. I think they stay undefeated in conference somehow. A little funny business there, but that's all right. A little funny business. Also, the over, definitely going to hit. Both of these, you look at these, the matchup, like just, you know, box score kind of deal. Both of these quarterbacks are slinging it this year. I mean, combined, they have 50, 52 touchdowns, only eight picks combined. And it's actually a lot closer than you would think. You know, people were talking about Hartman out of Wake Forest, maybe – if they went undefeated, maybe Heisman race, maybe not. I mean, you can say what you want to, but it's a little bit more of an even matchup than I think, and people may be giving it credit for. However, I'm still going to take weight. They're going to run it up. This game's going to be fun to watch, to say the least. A lot of scoring. So imagine, like, in a scenario where uh, that game decided, like, the – what are they – are they in the Coastal or the Atlantic? Do you all know off the top of y'all's head? 
Mm. I don't know. I'm just saying, like, imagine if that was the game to decide who goes to the ACC championship, and it's like, oh, well, it doesn't count for the Atlantic uh, conference. Well, Wake's in the Atlantic, North Carolina. Yeah, well, I guess they would have to be in separate, yeah. But, I mean, still, like, I mean, imagine how weird that would be, you know, deciding shit. I just can't wrap my head around My brain is not big enough to handle all this information. (laughs) Pretty big bang move by uh, North Carolina to get a a conference, non-conference game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to get a win, get a win in a non-conference mm-hmm. game. Real smart. On Wake's part, though, real smart. The locks of the week. Let's get into them. Look, I'm gonna go ahead and go first, just because I think this, compared to what we've seen, and I know they're gonna give, maybe they're giving Tennessee some respect. That I was deserve. gonna go that too, uh, man. Damn it. Be careful. This is, well, when I'm seven zero and two, I get to go first. So Georgia yeah, minus yeah. twenty. Georgia minus 20 is the lock of the week for me. I mean, look, Tennessee, they're they are raving about Tennessee's offense. Yes, their quarterback is pretty good. They've done, you know, Kirby Smart was talking about how, you know, they're way better than the record shows, blah, 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 whatever. Look, there's just no way that Georgia's defense is going to start letting up points against Tennessee. There's there, – no, it's just not going to happen. I don't see it happening. Even though it's a Neyland Stadium, 3.30 game, yes, the crowd will be into it. Just think we're going to be – I mean, the coaching advantage on, is way on our side. The uh, the talent is way on our side. Um, 20 points, give it to me. Georgia's been covering. They did not cover against Missouri because they blew – JT Daniels had a little pick. It kind of blew the spread, but whatever. Um, but I think, uh, you know, they've, they've been dominating. 20 points, I mean, we've beaten literally everybody by 20 points or more. So, I mean, I'm not – Thing I don't think today I don't think Saturday's gonna be any different. Giving Georgia minus twenty lock of the week, going for eight zero and two on the year. So I'm trying to get back on track. I'm gonna win this week and next week to get back to five hundred. My locks of the week. So for the listeners of the Deep Shot Sports Podcast, I promise to start taking my deep shots as seriously as possible. My locks of the week as seriously <laughs> as possible. Both of them. <laughs> I will be getting my locks right. You hear to hear first. Episode 44, I will get every single lock right for the rest of the week. Less mm. of the year, but starting this week. Mm. The rest of this week first. So for the first one to get us started, I love this pick. It's tomorrow night. Give me the Pittsburgh minus six and a half. Give me the Panthers. Is it the Panthers? Yes. The Pittsburghs. Yeah. The, Pitt- <laughs> the Pittsburgh. <laughs> the Pittsburgh. Well, I started the state and I was like, are they the Panthers? I don't want to be wrong. About it. Give me. <laughs> <laughs> the Pittsburgh freaking Panthers minus six and a half. I know I picked North Carolina last week. I like Pitt. I like Pitt. They're they you know they're they're better on the rankings wise. They're up in they're now number twenty one in the college football playoffs. They got seven and two against a five and four squad. And they're their starting quarterback has a twenty nine to three touchdown interception ratio. That's damn good. And the running backs closing on five hundred yards. They have a balanced attack. I love what I'm seeing out of the Pittsburgh Panthers. Panthers. Give me this. Really struggling there, Jake. <laughs> I, I had a couple. I'm sorry. Okay, so I think for my lock of the week, I'm going to take somebody that's not a favorite. I think I've taken just favorites all year long. This week, however, we're gonna we're gonna you know get a little dicey here. You're gonna double down your lock and your deep shot the same pick. Ooh, be careful. I might do something crazy like that. All right, my lock of the week. Take this how you want to. South Florida plus 23 and a half with mm. Cincinnati showing up. Cincinnati has not played well recently. They have not been winning with style points. I think they keep the trend going. South Florida is going to cover plus 23 and a half. Give me it. 
I like that a lot. Yeah. Both like of y'all's both of y'all's locks are before Saturday. We get some. We got to get the graphics up quick. Got to. Got mm. to. Let's get into the deep shots. Anybody got an upset that they're feeling? Because I, I do have the worst record on these, so I will uh, ab- oblige. Okay, to... who has the best record on deep shots? I think I do. Let's let's find out. Hold on. I think I've hit two of them, right? Maybe. Two and four, two and five. Yeah, you've hit two. Jake has hit two. I've hit one. You both two and five. I'm one and six. All right, good, Caleb. Gotta nice. win. Gotta win, right? Gotta win. Yeah, gotta win. Yep. That's the win. Gotta win. Give me the money line. Jake, I hate to do this to you. I'm gonna go North Carolina over Pittsburgh. That's my deep shot <laughs> of the week. The battle. Wow. What is the money line? What's the money line? Yeah, the rare Thursday night battle. Jeez. That's nuts. What's the money line right here? Let's see. We're working with a plus two oh five. I like my chances right there. All right, I love this. Oh, I'm actually oh I'm in love. How does team in football? Just saying. <laughs> like, like like the Jets. I'm actually in love with this pick right now. Uh, I do not have the money line in front of me. Now I do. I like LSU plus one fifteen over Arkansas. Uh, it's um, it's in Death Valley. You know the you know the days of Coach Ed O'Dron are you know are ticking. You know I don't know how many more games he has at home. If this is if I think he has one more after this week after this game. Um, yeah, he has the last game of the season. Well, actually, how did they spend this? They've got the last three games of the season are all in Death Valley. That's a that's a, that's nice scheduling. But anyway, um, uh, he just thought, he knew he was leaving. He knew he was leaving. Yeah, I had to spend so time with them girlfriends before he left town. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. I, I, I I think I think Arkansas spinning. I think Arkansas has been spinning ever since that game when they came down to Athens and everybody was high high on them. Um, I think it's a perfect opportunity for LSU to you know get back on track. At the end of the day, they're still a talented football team. I just don't think this is their year. They don't have the talent that we are used to seeing from LSU. I just think they're I just think they're better than an Arkansas team. I think they're better than in most aspects of the game. So, yeah, let's give me give me Arkansas. I mean, not Arkansas. Give me LSU plus 115. I love it. All right. Mine is also plus 115. I'm going to go with Florida State over Miami this weekend. Really? Uh, at, at Dope Campbell, 330 kickoff. You know, big rivalry game here. Florida State's got to win to stay bowl eligible. It, I've been burned on picking Florida State once this year. I'm th- I don't think it'll happen twice. I think uh, Miami's getting a little too much hype right now. They have it on a little bit of a streak, but I think that stops in Dope Campbell. I'm going to go Florida State plus 115 as my deep shot of the week. Great energy on the picks right there, guys. That was great. Even though, I'm be honest, we did all pick uh, the same spread on the last three uh, games of picks. So, I mean, we could all do really great or really bad. So Yeah, yeah true. And we did. You're you are such a big Florida State fan, man. You just love Florida State. I, I think you like Florida State more than you like Georgia. No, no like, that's not true. Florida. I mean, my cousin went to Florida State. <laughs> Go Knowles. Go Knowles. I would. I, I, I would have went to Florida State in this week. I was supposed to. Oh, I I wouldn't have made it at Florida State if I would have went. Full disclaimer. I would. I would have loved it. All right. Let's get into the NFL. Let's get these picks rolling. Thursday night football. We've got the Ravens at the Dolphins. Ravens are minus seven and a half over under at 47. It's going to, I'm not going to think about it too much. I do, you know, it is prime time. You know, these games are closer. I'm just going to go with the Ravens. I'm just going to pick the Ravens because the mm-hmm. Ravens are the better football team and they've got the better talent and the Dolphins have been struggling and the Ravens are going to sauce them up. And I think it doesn't matter. 
I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna think about it too much. I'm just gonna pick the Ravens. I'm just gonna pick the motherfucking Ravens. Lamar Jackson, Marquise Brown. There's gonna be 80 yard fucking bomb touchdown. Give me hella fantasy points. Give me a big win this week. I'm gonna go Ravens minus seven and a half and the over at 47. Yeah, I'm gonna do the same with you. I, I can't with a clear conscience bet on the Dolphins, even though seven and a half. All year, dude, seven and a half has been such a tough line because so many games have finished around around seven points. But with that said, I'm just I'm gonna take Lamar before I take Tua. You know, then that's just where is my Tua confidence is. He should be, shouldn't Your he? Question. I know he hurt his hand, but I think he I think he's supposed to play this Back week. That makes me even think, more confident. I think that makes so. me even more so. confident. Exactly, exactly. It makes me more confident too. Did we all went out and did trivia last night, and that was one of the questions was which question. second year what second year player on the uh, Miami Dolphins played at University of Alabama? I was like, what the fuck to a like this easiest question ever. Anyway, get back on get on track. Um, yeah, just give me give me the Ravens. You know, like I said, I'm just I'm not very confident in anything they have going on down in South Beach. So I would just rather put my money on the Ravens if I lose, at least I feel good about losing that money. Hey, you're doing good in the NFL this year. Yeah. Yeah. Ow. By the way, what sorry I didn't get the picks out last week, guys. They on the graphics out. There was a wild morning on Sunday, let's say at least. All right. Um, well, and, you know, Tua is questionable. So is his playing ability. Either way, <laughs> oh. you got Jacoby Brissett. Well, Jacoby Brissett playing quarterback who is actually their best their best passer this year. Shockingly enough, that doesn't surprise me. Oddly enough, it doesn't surprise me. Give me the Ravens. I think we talked about this on the last podcast that we did. Ravens, I mean, at this point, probably are the best team in the AFC. Um, they just look good. They beat people they up. I think they're going to beat. They're going to beat the hell out of Miami this week. Give me the Ravens. You know, the half a point kind of scary. A little, little bit nerve wracking. Going to be honest with you, half a point. Not a big fan of. You know, we're, I'm not going to be Jake and buy a point here because you know I'm just going to you know keep it simple. Play it straight up. Seven yeah, and yeah. a half. Yeah, I'm just gonna, you know, Vegas. Fuck Vegas. Right. Hey, I didn't, I didn't take the over under, but you know what I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not taking it at all. All right, uh, Falcons at Cowboys. Cowboys minus nine. Over under at fifty five. Mm-hmm. Biggest game of the year, right here. Mm-hmm. Yes, biggest game of the year. Huge game. I am pumped. I'm not going against the Falcons. Did it last week, and think you know what? But maybe it might be the key to go against them. Who knows? But I'm not gonna do it. Falcons plus nine. Give it to me. Matt Ryan has been the best quarterback in the NFL the past month. Got coming off the NFC Offensive Player of the Week. We all know what happened last year in Dallas. There is still a nasty taste in this team's mouth from last year. Cordell Patterson's about to have himself a game. Give me the over because it's definitely going over 55. I think that might be the lock of the week in the NFL. Um, but I'm, I'm dude. Falcons plus nine. The Falcons are going to keep it close. Even if they lose this game, it's not going to be by double digits. Give it to me all day. Falcons plus nine over 55. Dude, I like the Falcons plus nine. I like the Falcons money line. I like the Falcons straight up to win. I mean, look at what we saw out of Dallas last week, man. At one point, it was 30 to nothing that they were losing to the Denver Broncos. Fuck out of here. The Falcons (coughs) just went to New Orleans and won that game. Dominated until the last. The Saints had like two good drives, two, three good drives in a row. And then under less than a minute left. Matty Ice stepping up at the pressure, throws a fucking dime down the sideline to Cordell Patterson to ice the game. He's now seventh in the top seven all-time on game-winning drives behind some Hall of Fame-like talent names up there. When in doubt, I'm taking my bold Matty Ice. I think this is a dangerous team. I really do. I, 
I've been saying it all year. I can't wrap my I can't wrap my mind around this not being a good team because when I look at our roster and then I look at other people's roster, I'm like, they're good. Everybody's saying they're good. How are we not good? You know, our defense is We're a little questionable sometimes. That's what I'm saying. We're in the damn playoffs. <laughs> we will have our respect. Whether we get it now or we get it later, we will have our damn respect. The curse is broken. I mean, it's our time, and I think I, I think we beat them. I put fifty dollars on it with my buddies uh, from Statesboro today. He's a Cowboys Ooh. fan. Put fifty bucks on the Falcons to win. I Copy love it. Justin. I like it. Damn right. I've been rolling with the Falcons here as of recent a lot, but it's already starting off. You know, very somber. Listen, man. When I look at Atlanta's schedule, okay, they they squeak out a win against New Orleans. Probably didn't think they should have won that game. I mean, you know, New Orleans playing who's playing who's the quarterback right now, but whatever. Lose Carolina, barely beat Miami on a field goal, beat the Jets by a tud, lose to the football team. That's your last five, okay? Should have won that game. Dallas, yeah. may have just, Dallas may have just had a bad week. Matt Ryan, yes, we're talking about maybe MVP conversation. Hall, Hall of Famer, definitely, no doubt. I'm still going to take Dallas. I think Dallas rebounds after having a bad week. Uh, give me Dallas minus nine. That offense has just got to score on this Atlanta defense. Like people, you, you got to remember now. This this defense is not great. Whatever Mr. Pease is doing, he's you know he's doing all right considering what he's dealing with. But I think Dan Quinn knows how to play against his former team. Now we're gonna also, fuck Dan Quinn up. We're gonna fuck well, Dan yeah. Quinn up. I'm I'm gonna take the over though. I'm gonna take the over because I think they will score points. But I think Dallas is gonna just score too many to handle. Dan so Quinn's gonna give me be Dallas minus in nine and over. Boots, baby. Let's go. You're on the over, Jake. Oh yeah, I'm on the over. Right. I dude, I think I do think we're gonna be able to figure out Dan Quinn, man. I don't. I think he's a fucking bitch, and we're gonna fire his ass up. Dude, this is Jake a big bitch. Jake thinks Jake. every team, every game in all of football is just a Big Twelve noon kickoff game. I'm telling you, it's always the over. It doesn't matter. Is it not? Here's my thing, Caleb. I think that I'm all. I'm having doing just doing a little social experiment right now. And I think that if I take all the overs, that I will be net positive. I think I'll be net seven positive. and three. I think I'll be six and four, seven and three. I think I'll be one of those. I, I think mm. if I try and go over, under, over, under, I feel like I have better chance of going under five hundred if I try and get it just right. It's but if I go in with an, just a mindset that I I want points, I want points, then I think I'm going to go net positive. Uh, but, dude, this is a really big – getting back on track. This is a really big reunion game for the Falcons because Keanu Neal, obviously Dan Quinn, and uh, uh, DeMonte KZ, all now uh, Dallas uh, Dallas Cowboys. There is, I think, is it Sherrod Naismith, I think, maybe plays for Dallas now? There was one guy, like, <laughs> that didn't play much, but he's now on the Cowboys. Uh, but, you know, just seeing them three again, I really like KZ. Obviously, I love Keanu Neal. And, you know, there were times that, you know, Dan Quinn, you know, say what you want about Dan Quinn. He took us to a Super Bowl. That was a crazy season. So there's there's definitely some love in our hearts for all three of those guys. But, you know, it'd be good to see him. Good to be their ass. Uh, a, little, a, little, a little shaky right here. He went six and four. I know you caught that right there, Garrison. He went, he went from seven and three to six and four yeah. right there on the over. <laughs> I'm saying I'm going to go net positive. I, I'm if, going three and seven. Chug the yeah, yeah. Uh, it's gonna go over. I promise. <laughs> I'm, here's what here's what I'm gonna do. I'm setting the line at six and four, and I'm taking the over. <laughs> I like that. All right, Browns at Pats. Pats are minus one and a half. Over under at forty five. Nick Chubb 
has COVID as of now. He is vaccinated, though, so if he gets, like, two negative tests within before the game, he can play. This is a huge game for both teams. Both teams sitting at five and four. Browns seem like they found the rhythm now that Odell's gone. Just still hilarious at the fact that the minute he leaves, they just start clicking. Uh, mm-hmm. Pat have been, you know, crowned as back and one of the best teams in football in the past week or two. This one's tough. This one's really, really, really tough. I'm going to go with the Browns, um, plus one and a half here. I'm not going to do the over-under because I just don't know how this game's going to go. I feel like it could go either way. I think the Browns get this done here, especially if Nick Chubb is back. Even if he isn't, I think the offense has you know, found their little root groove. They're going to be able to move the ball. Offensive line is going to keep them up. They will not get to Baker that much. This could be a big game for Baker. Um, on the other hand, I think – uh, Cleveland's defense is going to be able to handle Mac Jones. Maybe, you know, pressure up the rookie that's been getting a little too much hype. So I'm going to go with the Browns plus four and a half here. Um, stay away from the over-under. Yeah, I'm going to go with a the- little sneak test to my quarterback right there. Unbelievable. You want to get killed? You got it, Jake. I'm going to go Pats. Uh, dude, I like what they got going in New England right now. All season, it's been until like last week, maybe the week before, it's been a lot of like, you know, they're sneaky good. You know, they've got a lot of good players. They're not sneaky good anymore. This team is good. This team has players. This team has a really good defense. This team has a lot of a lot of playmakers. And, dude, this is one thing that they're, they, I mean, they did mention this on PMT, but there's the Patriots offense has created in such a way that where it's not like there's just one guy that's getting it done for him. It's a combination of guys like Jacoby Myers has not scored a touchdown this season. And uh, in a lot of ways, forever, a lot of, forever. yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't realize that in, in a lot of ways, he's like their best receiver. So where are they going with the ball? They have lots of different options. That's what I'm saying. So I'll, that's that, you know, that's definitely a good thing to say about your offense. So give me, give me the path. I think they're much, I think they're better coach. I think they've got better systems and blah, 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 blah. All the shit we've been saying about the new England Patriots for the last our entire lives. Um, give me the pats and give me the over. Oh man, the over again. I've been listening. Okay, so I haven't been picking my own team this year. That's on me. Not really a true fan. I've been rolling the Falcons a lot more than I have been the Pats. Because you're a true Falcons um, fan. Been, yeah. Be well, because you're just not a true Patriots fan. Yeah, that's really what it is. I mean, everybody knows that my heart was with Brady anyways. It wasn't with uh Mr. Yeah, Bill. I mean, we know. I mean, I knew when, when I met you in eighth grade and you told me your favorite teams were Florida, New England, and the New York Knicks. I, I knew who you were rolling with. <laughs> Tim Tebow, Tom Brady, and Carmelo Anthony. That's who you were rolling with. That's, you know? yeah, that's it. That's yeah. it. More so Amari Stoudemire and J.R. Smith Carmelo. <laughs> that being said, I'm going to take my team right here. Listen, Bill Belichick is always good on defense. Him and Matt Patricia, who is in New England, if people forgot. They are really good at teaming together and did, did not know that. taking away. Yeah, he's back. They're very good at taking away your best option. Steve Belichick and his facial expressions are going to get it done this game. He's, yes, big tongue guy. <laughs> big tongue action guy. I think they just take away Nick Chubb. I mean, to me, if you take Nick, take away Nick Chubb, you force Baker Mayfield to throw the ball, and he's Jonas this year. He's not that proficient at doing so. So with that being said, Give me New England. I'm not going to play that runner. I want it on record that if the Patriots sign Odell Beckham, 
before the game, I, I switched to the Pats. I just went on the record. All right. Uh, Saints at Titans. Titans are minus three over under at 45. I feel like this just feels easy to go with the Titans. This is the easiest one of the week. Which makes me feel like it's total letdown city. Um, coming off the big win on Sunday night, which you know, without those two big interceptions, they probably don't win. So I'm gonna I'm gonna roll the Saints here. I think the Saints they've you know one loss, one loss, one loss in the past six weeks. I think they keep that train rolling. Coming off the loss to the Saint or the Falcons, and they're a good team. Um, I think it's about time the Titans get let down a little bit. I'm gonna go with the Saints plus three. Uh, I'm gonna go with the over at 45. Um, just think the Saints get it done. Sean Payton's gonna. Get something up his sleeve, Trevor Simeon. They'll probably have a good game. That's another team that could sign Odell as well. So I'm going to go with the Saints. I just think the Titans, they've got to get let down at some point. I'm going to run with them again. I'm going to run against them until they do, and I'm finally right. So Saints plus three, over 45. Personally, I think this is, if we did locks of the week in the NFL, I think this would be my lock of the week. Um, I'm going to go with the Titans, man. And the Titans impressed the hell out of me against the Rams, man, because at, they looked like they were still just able to do their offense without, you know, obviously without them having Derrick Henry in the backfield, it's going to be a little bit harder. But they were able to get, you know, Foreman had 29 yards. I mean, Nichols had 24 yards. Adrian Peters had 21 yards. It's, they had about 70 yards rushing on total on offense. It's not going to be through one guy anymore. They're going to have to do it by committee. Well, we, what we else did we see when they played the Rams? We saw A.J. Brown have another good game. We saw Julio Jones finally come out of the closet. We were able to see players produce, and they were able to beat a really good team. So I don't think that they really took as far as a step back as we thought they did. I do think it will definitely still affect them come playoff time when they're not able to have that big go-to guy. I'm not saying that's not going to affect them. But in terms of regular season and them, especially them playing a team like the Saints with a quarterback named Trevor fucking Simeon, I don't think it's going to make that big of a difference. Give me the Titans. I think they win this game. I think they win this game by much more than three. I think they win it by at least 10 points. And give me the over. So are you taking Tennessee minus 10 or what? (laughs) Tennessee minus three, but I'm also going to do like a sneaky Tennessee minus seven alternate line. Hmm. Interesting. Also, full disclaimer for people listening: Julio Jones is not out the closet. Just saying. Um, yeah, he's, yeah, well, yeah, he's, he is still in the closet, but he had a he had a better yeah. game. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely he's he's open. He's cracked the door of the closet. We'll say that. He's looking out. Give me Tennessee. I think I'm with Jake. I think this is a lock of the week. Tennessee is able to rush the passer. We're talking about Trevor Simeon or Taysom Hill, whoever, you know, ends up showing up back there to play the quarterback for the Saints. Either way, Tennessee impressed me by being what I think to be the best team in football. Now, you know, the Rams just could not protect the quarterback, and I think that is going to continue this week, even though New Orleans has one of the best O-lines in the league. I just I, – something about – man, he's just got these dudes rolling. They're playing good, playing hard. They've gotten better every week that they've been playing football. I, they just looked apart. I mean, they're – they – are seriously the hottest team in football right now. They've, they've won five straight right here, including beating Kansas City and the Rams in that mix and Buffalo, which, you know, we can talk about, you know, two of those teams, maybe even Buffalo being suspect at this point. But to me, Tennessee is just a better team. Um, I know it's a week-to-week league. And I don't want to get caught up in that, but I trust Brable over Trevor Simeon. So give me Tennessee, minus three. Seahawks at Packers. Packers are minus three. Aaron Rodgers is back. Russell Wilson is also back. Over under is at 50. This is tough. 
because I know it's going to be I think the over I'm going to I'm going to run with the over here. Yeah, I like that. I'm getting on I'm getting on the over train here. It, it's tough n- knowing that Russell Wilson's going to be back. It I think there's going to be a lot of points in this game. It's in Lambeau for it's, it's I think it's America's game of the week. I'm a little torn. I think I just got to roll with mm, I'm going to go with Seahawks. I'm going to go to Seahawks plus 3 here. I I've been Running with the underdogs here. I think that's four straight underdogs for me. Uh, I'm going to run with – I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go to the Seahawks plus three. Russell Wilson's first game back. The offense about to get clicking. I'm a little scared. I'm playing against Drew, who has Devontae Adams and DK Metcalf this week. Um, so I'm, I'm really nervous about that. I think it's going to be a lot of points in this game. Both secondaries are a little suspect right now. Um, but I think the Seahawks first game back with Russell Wilson, they've got to win this game or they're in serious trouble. The Packers are coming off the game against Chiefs without Aaron Rodgers. Um, maybe it t- takes a little bit for them to gel it all back after you know two weeks of not really practicing together. I, I just I truly think the Seahawks, you know, they've got a lot a lot more to play for right now, and they need it more. So I'm going to go to Seahawks plus three. Even if they don't win, it, it it'll be a close one. Russell Wilson's not going to Russell Wilson's going to keep the pa- uh, Seahawks in this game. The Packers, to be honest, I, I just. I don't like. I don't really love the Seahawks team as a whole. Um, the offensive line sketchy. The defense is sketchy. Uh, they outside of. I guess you got. I mean, outside DK, and I guess you got Tyler Lockett. I don't really love any of their weapons outside of that. Chris Carson's not bad, um, but just coming off an injury as well with Russ, and their defense is terrible. The Seahawks defense is one of the worst in the league. So I think. I mean, I think this is just an easy opportunity for guys like. And also, I'll add this on here before I go into my spiel. Did y'all see A.J. Dillon last week? A.J. Dillon was their number one running back. If they can continue with that production out of A.J., along with Aaron Jones, now that you've got Aaron Aaron back into lineup, you already got you got Devontae and all their plethora of weapons that they have behind them, that's a damn good team. And also, as well, the, uh, uh, the Packers' defense has been playing well this year. I think this is an easy one. I, I think I'm going to take Green Bay. You want to parlay that? And the Titans, I think it's a great pick. And the over. And, of course, give me that over. Not it's going to be hilarious when all of these overs hit. And I could just tell you I'll suck my cock. It's also going to be hilarious when it's raining in every NFL game and college football <laughs> game and it's going to go way under. That would be very unlucky. <laughs> very. So, I don't think it's guaranteed that Aaron Rodgers comes back. Like, he, he, he can come back, but he won't be able to practice all week. Like, he can return on Saturday. With Russell Wilson being back, I'm kind of on the train with Garrison. I think Seattle takes this game. they got to win. This is a game where see it. Green Bay, you know, you look at the teams they beat here recently. I know they're 7-2. and two. They got embarrassed by the Chiefs on offense last week. But even still, like, they just have not beat very strong teams. And just like, just like Garrison said, Seattle needs it more than Green Bay does. Green Bay may have a – May have Jordan Love, may have Aaron Rodgers with a day of practice under his belt, if that. I'm sure he's studying up and getting ready. You know, he's a pro, obviously, but give me Seattle. I, I, I like Seattle. They know how to play in cold weather because they do it all the time, whether the conditions are good or not. I think they'll be fine. What's over under 49 and a half? Give me the over. Give me the over. I think. Oh, there he goes again. <laughs> Listen, man, I pick like all unders in college football. No, I, yeah. That's true. I did too. All right, let's wrap it up right here. Chiefs at Raiders. Chiefs are minus two and a half over under at 52. Uh, Love the Raiders, but I think 
it's gotten to a point where uh, they've lost a little too much. And I think without Henry Ruggs in the offense, it really does affect them. Um, they just lost to the Giants last week, uh, which is bad enough. I think the Chiefs, I think the Chiefs win here. I think it's gonna Sunday Night Football in the black hole. The Raiders always play the Chiefs tough, but the Chiefs are usually able to pull it out. Um, I think the Chiefs, I, I, they've got they'll they'll get rolling here. I think it, it's gonna be a grimy game. I'm gonna go with the under uh, 52, um, but I think the Chiefs. I think at the end of the day, the Raiders are just a little, you know, they've lost a little too much, and they they're not going to be able to prevail. Chiefs really need this one. I mean, it's a big win, this big game for the uh, AFC West standings. Everybody's kind of waiting for the Chiefs to find their way back. I think this is where they get it going um, in a really big game on on primetime football. Um, so give me the Chiefs uh, minus two and a half and the over uh, under. Dude, I really like the Raiders in this one. I, I think they lost. They I mean they lost some people. You know, obviously they lost rugs. They also lost. Uh, uh, was it Darnett or whatever his name was, that cornerback they drafted, but he didn't even yeah. really even get that much PT in the first place. I don't think that's going to matter for them. But at the end of the day, dude, I still think – I think the Chiefs as a whole are just a flawed football team. I don't think this is a situation where they can just get back to where they were, like to get them to the Super Bowl the last two years. I don't think that's a possibility for them. Like, their defense has too many holes. Their offensive line has too many holes. Their offensive line is just flawed. So with that said, you know, I'll take the Raiders. I think the Raiders are just a more complete team. And um, in the black hole, prime time, I like them. And, uh, you know, rob me that over. I mean, do you think Carlos gets a lot of sacks in the black hole this week? Or is that I think, where oh, you're yeah. going with this? Mm. Mm. I'm going to take Kansas City. I'm going to go with Garrison right here, be the tiebreaker. Las Vegas, yeah, they're five and three. They've just not beaten that many good good teams. And I think Kansas City has got to at some point retake this division like they are the rightful owners of and have been for years now. You know, a little bit better defensively last week. Now they did play a hamstrung Packers team. I still think that the Chiefs are who they are on offense. And if Patrick Mahomes can avoid turnovers, they will be in good shape. Give me the Chiefs. Minus two and a half. Um, I like that. I, I just the two and a half. Really, if it was three, I'd probably be a little bit more hesitant. But two and a half, I like my chances. Sad news for the Georgia yep. Bulldogs right here. Uh, yep. Just got the update. Adam Anderson has turned himself in to the police, charged with felony rape. Jeez. Brutal. Ridiculous. And then here's what I'll say, man. If he really did that, you know, bury him underneath the fucking uh, underneath the. The prison, yeah, that's ridiculous. But what's that, the story here? What's the what's the what's the what's the lowdown? He really he funny. went home with a girl and she woke up while he was fucking her, like he she was passed out and he was banging her. Ooh. One of the best t- players on the team, and you can't do that, guys. Too bad can't they got another five star to. Too bad they got another five star to just fill that position. It's okay. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, you just got to make good decisions right there. That's brutal. That's what I'm saying, man. At the end of the day, look, you're Adam Anderson. You're one of the you know top players at your position in all of college football. Yeah, you're gonna everything decision you make is gonna get put under a microscope. You know that. See, look, here's the thing. Oh, oh, Bill Bob of Sigma Kappa Sigma at UGA can maybe do that, and nothing really happens of it. You're Adam Anderson. You're one of the best players in the country. You do that, something's gonna happen. And well, you know, whether it's fair. There is a quote uh, from his attorney. It says he is innocent of the charge brought against him and intends to vig- 
vigorously defend himself in court. He will receive release on bond once again. Adam hopes and prays the UGA community. Blah, 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 supports him. But still. That's just lawyer talk. Yeah. He's, he was number 29 like, prospect in the draft this year. Number two uh, outside linebacker. I like, man, I mean, whether this is right, wrong, or indifferent, I do like to at least do some sort of due process, you know, yeah. of going through this. Because, I mean, look at what happened with Marcelo Zuno. Marcelo Zuno missed all of this past season. And then, like, right before the World Series, it came out that he was innocent. You know? Like, that's yeah. a whole year he's not going to get back. That's an entire year of pay he's not going to get back. That's a reputation he's not going to get back. Like, you know, like the, the fathers of this great country first established when they came over here, guilty until proven innocent. And Adam Anderson, if you innocent. are guilty, innocent until proven what? guilty. What do you mean? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I'm a little tired. What happened? Adam yeah. Anderson, if you did it, fuck you. You deserve the worst that you can get, truly. That's fucked up. But... Let's see if he's let's see if he's guilty first before we start jumping. Yeah, to be hopeful. Yeah, be hopeful. I mean, I mean, seriously. I mean, the thing about turning yourself in isn't the best look, though. It's no, not at all. <laughs> you know, that's probably right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, other than that, great pod, great picks. Uh, gonna be a great weekend in football. What you guys doing this week? Caleb's birthday this weekend. Caleb. 23, Jordan year. Shouts, Jordan year, baby. Jordan year, you know. Or the LeBron year. Who's the real good? Real question. We can get into that. LeBron's already changed his number back to six, so. Yeah. Unfortunate. Unfortunate. And he's a lib. Yeah. Well, I already got my. That's true. I already got my. Braves won the World Series. Go go Braves. We're still world champs. Still woke up champs this morning. Felt great. That's right. All right, any last words before we sign off? I uh, don't really have any weekend plans over here, dude. My <laughs> grandparents were trying to get me to come up to Macon this weekend and on Thursday like for Thanksgiving. And I was like, dude, I can't do that. Thanksgiving's in like two weeks. Well, then the – yeah, yeah, this weekend and then – not this week, but the week after. That weekend and then Friday. Yeah. You see yeah. what I'm trying to say. Like, dude, like, <laughs> go to Macon, come back on Sunday – Stay in, stay in Jacksonville till Wednesday, then drive back up. And I was, I had to tell him, I was like, look, guys, I'm not going to be able to do that. And I don't know how they react to that. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying, man. <laughs> like, I'm about to turn 24. It's like, dude, I'm not just going to be running up there for a meal. Yeah, I hate it, but I can't be doing all that. You're grown. Yeah, yeah, maybe maybe a good meal. I'll be at EDC Orlando this weekend. Raven. Be careful. Don't don't get astroworld in. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, way different energy. All right. Episode 44, the Hank Aaron episode. Rest in peace to the legend. Braves are still world champs. Signing off. See you guys.